Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We're coming at you from, what is it? We're on week three of isolation, starting week three. Yeah. Yeah, this is week three, which is just insane. It is very crazy. It feels like just yesterday. Like, you would think it would feel more normal by now, but I don't think it doesn't to me. I don't know if it does to you. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so either. I've, it's like I almost don't want it to be that normal. Yeah. But I don't want to feel so crazy all the time either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't decide what's better to fully lean into it and like make it feel like it is just going to be your life now or to just ma- remind yourself it's temporary. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Well, for our top three this week, we decided to focus on the positive and um, give our top three things that brought us joy this week. And maybe the listeners can take note and use these things or eat these things or watch these things depending on what our (laughs) top threes are. I don't know what Jordan's are. Um, So Jordan, what's, what's a thing that brought you joy this week? Okay. The very first thing I thought of was that um, I have this really, really difficult puzzle that I'm working on and really had a breakthrough with the help of my roommate this week. (laughs) And we have a lot of uh, hard ocean parts left it's all blue but it's looking really almost finished and that makes me really happy i feel very accomplished thank you um i hate to admit this and my roommate might get mad at me for admitting it over to the entire worldwide web (laughs) but we were working on a puzzle and we had to give up we put it back in the box it was too hard (laughs) oh my gosh you know i don't think that that's bad to admit defeat rather than let it just drive you insane and make you feel guilty you know yeah and we've gotten a new we got like a new card table to like do our puzzles on in a different room now because we were doing it on like our kitchen table where we don't really have a lot of kitchen table space anyway so Mm. we're starting fresh and hopefully the next one goes better okay what is your number three okay my number three is um my roommate and I really needed to get out of the house and we were like, let's just drive around and listen to music. And we ended up driving to a local destination here in Utah called the Spiral Jetty. And it was like an hour and a half, two hour drive each way. But it was like a dream come true to just like drive and get away from everything And we got there when the sun was setting and it was just really pretty and it just feels really good to be outside. So that's my number three. That's a great number three because the photos that you guys took there brought me a lot of joy because they're so beautiful. Wow. Thank you. And also I should note that this this destination has been on my bucket list to do and go visit for a long time. So it was kind of It's kind of fun to, like, look back at the things and be like, okay, what are things I've been wanting to do for a long time? And, like, now that time is a weird concept, what are things I could check off that list? So I was excited to get that one off. 
It's so perfect. And it's, you know, good advice for this time if people are feeling kind of at a standstill of what do I do now? Totally. Well, that is awesome. Thank you. It's hard. Okay. It's hard to kind of rank these because I'm looking at them and I'm like, well, I don't know what my number one thing is necessarily. Um, But I will say my number two is this isn't necessarily a good thing, but I have been doing a lot of online shopping. Fun. Um. Uh, yeah, it is very fun. And it's kind of fun. It's like extra fun to have packages to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the packages that I'm greatly looking forward to, I did succumb to the temptation. I bought uh, Guitar Hero 3. <gasps> oh, my God. For the week. And I'm really excited because it's I have wanted to get that for a long time. And so I'm really excited for it to get here. Apparently Fun. on Friday. Oh my god! So I yeah, I'm that. excited. I'm <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, well, after all this is over. Oh, we'll have a big, big Guitar Hero mm-hmm. slash anything to play on then. the Wii. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I used to be extremely good, but I haven't yeah. played it in so long. So I'm hoping I can get even better than I used to be, like ten years ago. I have faith in you. So we'll see. We'll see. Thank you. So yeah, it's good to have goals. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number two is um, Muddy Buddies. Ooh, delicious. Muddy Buddies. <laughs> and um, we just have this gigantic bowl of Muddy Buddies that we've been keeping in the freezer. And anytime I need a little pick-me-up, I just go get a handful of Muddy Buddies and it really hits a spot. We also took the whole entire bowl on our little mini road trip to the spiral jetty and (laughs) it was really fun and they're just easy easy delicious treat it's like they were the muddy buddies you made along the way exactly in this quarantining isolation (laughs) in this time of really we all need friends and buddies you can make your own (laughs) <laughs> make your own buddies beautiful. muddy buddies <laughs> we need to send this to the muddy buddy uh marketing team <laughs> yes we do oh man my number one is a very sentimental one because it's just and i think a lot of people can relate to this it's just having uh random zoom calls with my family totally it has been super fun, and it's also kind of funny, like, everyone trying to figure it out their Zoom cameras, and we want to get to the advanced level of Zoom where we can customize our own backgrounds, um, but it's really fun. It, your family can. Yeah, I really think we can. Um, it's fun. My family doesn't live here, so we're all pretty scattered, and um, so it's really, it's fun, and it's like, we, we, you know, we talk a decent amount, but it's like, this is really gotten us to talk way more regularly than we have before so that's been really fun well my number one is my roommate and i have another thing we talked about doing before this whole um isolation situation um is that we wanted to walk around and take pictures of all of the different neon signs in our neighborhood and around Salt Lake City. And so this has kind of given us the perfect opportunity to do so. 
So every day and night we try to go on a walk and um, we pick our walking destination by if there's neon signs. <laughs> Just been going on walks and taking pictures of the neons and it's been truly amazing. I love it. It has been really fun to like get out and enjoy the neighborhood and seeing it from like on the ground is different than like driving past it, which who knew, you know? Seriously. Well, as a follower uh of your social media, I we love it. Your audience loves it. I look forward to it every day. Wow, thank you. Thank you. Um I'll say I'm mostly documenting it on my like Finsta account. Is that should I call it that? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's just like a secondary Instagram account I have that's called Tag Off. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. Highly recommend. Taylor is an amazing photographer and her pictures are beautiful, especially of um, one of the best parts of this neon tour is that they call it Coro Neon. Yes, we have our own hashtag. It's beautiful. Yeah. So highly, highly recommend checking that out. Thank you. Did you have any bonuses? Um, I would say that uh, since we're both working, um, just having our, like, uh, we don't use Zoom in our at our work, but it's pretty similar to Zoom. And having Zoom meetings truly has, like, it makes my day. If, there, if there's a day that we don't have one, I'm, like, I feel like I'm, like, working in a silo and I'm going to go insane. But, like connecting with your coworkers online is something I truly missed. We talk to our coworkers a lot about TV. And so I've been really missing that too. This whole situation, it's like, wow, I really miss our coworkers. We were, we're lucky that we work in like a very social place. And it's just made me appreciate them so much more. And I do really look forward to those video calls, which is not something I've ever thought I'd say in my life. No. But it really is really fun. It's funny because like the first week, I think most of us uh, were hesitant to like turn the camera on. Mm -hmm. Like I was. I was like, I don't want to. But it's like I've now like en really enjoy it and seeing everyone. And it's really fun. Yeah, it's fun because you get like your own personal home tours of each coworker. Yeah. It's really fun. <laughs> it is hilarious. Do you have any bonuses? Yes, I have a bonus. Um, Today, the cutest thing I've ever seen, it was on Twitter. Um, Did you see Jason Ritter's tweet where he is working? He's like participating in this campaign where they, uh, someone posts a video of them reading a math problem for third graders to solve. No. And so he reads a math problem for third graders who are at home. And he's like, I need your help. I need you to solve this math problem. <laughs> and it's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh, my gosh. I'll have to go look at that. That's adorable. It is so, so cute. And he like, yeah, it's just the most precious thing. And I I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, I feel like this is also a nice time to highlight the... Um, uh, highlight the internet content that has been good enough for me to watch and not overwhelming. <laughs> um, yeah, which is, I feel like it's like half uh, brings us joy, half TV or half news. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a good segue. 
But did you watch the big wedding that Chrissy Teigen and John Legend had for two stuffed animals? No. Okay. That's a good (laughs) one. I did not. Okay. It's on Chrissy Teigen's Instagram. They did an Instagram live and now it's on IGTV. They had a whole entire wedding and it even includes uh, John Legend seeing his own rendition of um, Can't Keep My Hands to Myself by Selena Gomez. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I saw her tweet about it, but I didn't realize there was like footage of it. Oh, there's the the whole wedding. Oh Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm going to do that tonight. Watch it. That is so funny. Obviously, we hope you're all keeping up with current mood. Yes, there was another new one last night, and it was also great. Um, John Mayer talks to Cassie David about quarantine um, relationships, and Mm -hmm. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Speaking of content on the internet, I feel like there was also kind of a lot of TV news. Something that I love are the Disney nature documentaries. Um, I've always been a big fan of those, and it was announced that Meghan Markle is going to be the narrator on the new Elephant one, which is going to be on Disney yes. Plus on April 3rd, which is so soon. I hadn't even realized that, actually, till just reading it now. Yeah, it's literally in right a couple now. days. Like, this episode's probably going to go live April 1st. <laughs> so that is nuts. That is weird. I didn't even realize that when... Okay, I'm so confused. How is it just being announced? That's so weird. That is very crazy. Well, I'm very excited for you and for, I know, I never really watch the nature documentaries, even though when I do, I love them. I saw that Portrait of a Lady on Fire is streaming on Hulu now. Yes, it is. That was one of mine. I'm so excited. Yeah, and I never saw it, so I'm really excited to watch it. It is amazing. I think it was, I watched it last last year i think and it was one yeah of my and like the movies. lead up to the oscars right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i'm excited for people to watch it because i loved it it's so beautiful so i can't wait for you to watch yeah. it yeah i'm very excited did you see that they pushed up killing eve premiere Yes, but I didn't see the date. I just saw a bunch of headlines that were like, click to find out the date. And then I've never, I forgot to click. <laughs> it's April 12th. So they just pushed it Oh my weeks, gosh. That's so soon. But it's weird how it felt far away, even though it was only a couple weeks past mm-hmm. that. But like time is just kind of meaningless to me now. Mm-hmm. And that feels extremely soon and I'm very excited. The only other thing I have is... We were just talking last week about Drake and his lack of acting. And I saw that he is going to be involved in a new Quibi show, but he's not acting. He's just being an executive producer. So we're still missing that. But Quibi, I think it's official. They have everyone. Um, I also saw that they are, um, I think they're giving six months for free. I signed up for it. Really? Yes. I put in my email. I've never gotten an email back, though. So, but I think, Mm. so I wonder if I can, if we can share an account with mine and then maybe in six months they'll have, you could still sign up and then you could put in your email and then we could get a full year together. Brilliant. (laughs) Uh, Crafty Taylor. Just a genius. (laughs) 
Well, I just don't think it should cost as much as it does. No. For quick bites? Come on. Anyway, well, the internet is on fire when it comes to Tiger King. Would you agree? Oh, for sure. Switching gears? Yes. (laughs) I just was like, that's such an accurate statement. I couldn't even really (laughs) add to it. (laughs) Like, you just can't even avoid it. No, people are losing their minds. Every single meme right now is Tiger King related. Every tweet. It's like 99% of the internet is Tiger King. Yeah, I think that's true. It's well, it's it's have it maybe it's like seventy five percent Tiger King, twenty five percent Animal Crossing. Yes, that is that's true. So it's just a lot of animal talk. Animals everywhere. <laughs> so we watched it. What were your thoughts, Jordan? I thought that it was a well made documentary because it was like impossible to be bored in yeah. it. Especially mm-hmm. since the last one I watched was McMillions, which was also um, several installments style documentary like this one. When mm-hmm. I and I did feel quite bored several times. This one I never. It like almost it's like I dare you to be bored by anything. Yeah, in seriously. This. Um, which so I liked that, but I I don't know if I really straight up enjoyed it as much as other people seem to be. Mm-hmm. Um. I think just because, like, yeah, it is a completely crazy story. Uh, There's so many twists and turns that, like, even though I feel like the internet told me a lot about it going in, I still didn't see where it was going, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, so that was really good. But it just, like, left me feeling so, like, kind of sour and, like, about the subjects Mm -hmm. and, like, depressed about the animals and, like, Mm -hmm. the people that really did love the animals I was just like, oh, like this just made me feel kind of gross. Yeah, um, I didn't feel like it really um, provided any sort of resolution as far as like the animal cruelty that took place, which I thought was interesting. Um, like I thought that mm-hmm. maybe there would be some sort of like plug at the end, like donate here for like legitimate sanctuaries for tigers or something like that. I don't know. I thought. That yeah, that I would have really liked that. I would have liked that a lot. Like to go off of what you just said about not a lot of resolution there. There were I feel like the final moments they were it was kind of anticlimactic for me. Mm-hmm. I would think I was just surprised too at like where um what it was building to. Cuz like early on they talk it's like they're saying like this they start you out like five years ago and someone ends up in jail and there's like going to be a trial and stuff and so I ended up being surprised about like what that was. I was like, really? After everything that we've learned, you know, which kind Mm -hmm. of it's not necessarily like a weakness of the documentary at all, because A, it's really what happens. And B, like it is unpredictable and like it's kind of part of it just adds to the kind of the craziness. Mm -hmm. But I was kind of like, oh, wow, I was like almost expecting more. Yeah, Um, I think something I I thought was really interesting about it was that this documentary, when they first set out and like started interviewing people and like filming it. Um, it was not for the purpose of what it turned in, turned out to be. Um, the person making the documentary was just like interviewing people. I can't even remember what his initial subject was on. It was on like people owning animals. Mm, that, like having their, 
like their own private zoo or whatever. Yeah. But then he started interviewing people and then just like one thing led to another and it was like, oh, this is something way different than it originally was supposed to be. And I thought that that was really interesting. Um, (laughs) And I think that it kind of, um, you can kind of tell that they didn't, it was kind of like you were learning the um, new information at the same time that they were. So there were like probably like three or four different like climaxes of the show. And um, also like six different storylines to follow. So I mm-hmm. think they did an okay job with like laying it all out. But I do think that they probably could have outlined it a little bit better because like some of the story and like plots got a little lost on me I would say yeah I completely agree one of the things I said after we finished watching it was like I just I'm not really sure what the thesis statement of this documentary was Mm -hmm. um, because it really did change episode to episode which again I don't necessarily think that makes it bad because I, I feel like one of my weaknesses is that I do just tend to get bored in a long documentary and I never was. And I think a lot of that speaks to how they structured it. Mm-hmm. But I do think that I left being like, I don't really understand what the point was. I guess the point was just like, isn't this crazy? You know? Yeah. I think I felt a little bit weird about, I was surprised and so shocked that they were able to get as many interviews that they, as they did. And all the footage that they were able to get their hands on. And also, like, I'm like, are they paying these people for this? Because I also feel a little bit weird about, like, paying someone like Joe Exotic for this documentary. Like, paying him for doing something that was bad is kind of weird to me. And I kind of struggle with that, like... And also, I think it's just, I think we have a fascination of um, people in, like, middle America and, like, also the class system. And I mm-hmm. and I think that that was another thing I felt a little uncomfortable with is that, that, like, people were so in love with it because they were such a lower class. And that, I, I don't know. I don't know I'm not very I, eloquent when it comes to that kind of stuff, but it made me feel a little weird. No, I completely agree. And I don't think I think that you explained it well, kind of like that it was exploitive. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I agree. I, I think I was very surprised because I saw so many people talking about it and making memes and like wanting to to like be like Joe Exotic, like kind of look like him and stuff Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, he must be one of those like crazy people that's lovable Mm -hmm. or something. And then I watched it and I was like, all of these people have horrible lives. And also I was sad to learn that basically no one in this, none of the main characters in this movie are like good people. Mm -hmm. And, but also that a lot of them were kind of had like been backed into a corner by life. And so they had to do whatever it takes like I was thinking about there's one character who talks about how like his background like he was in jail and I'm like probably his lifestyle is that like he his only connections in life are people that he knows from prison mm-hmm. and so all these people are criminals kind of because like that's the that's what they know of how to survive and that was just something I kept thinking about that was just really depressing to me that like I don't know just 
<laughs> now I feel like I, I like can't explain it, but I just it just left me feeling very bummed out. Um and I was kind of expecting to have characters that I was like gonna fall in love with, like everyone else seems to. Mm-hmm. And I just left feeling like I don't really I don't like any of them. It but it does feel like they're just kind of like being made fun of now. Yeah. This may be a little controversial, but like I actually was like I'm kind of team Carol Baskin because she was actually trying to save animals. Is that how you understood it? Yes, that is exactly how I feel. And I felt like, and like, you know, of course, yet again, we end up agreeing (laughs) to the chagrin of people who listen. (laughs) But like, I, I felt like she was the only one who, even if they all started out as animal lovers and like wanting to like, like save tigers and be conservationists Mm -hmm. it all became about the money Mm -hmm. and she was the only one who ever was seemed like for better or for worse like she genuinely was trying to protect animals also i want to say too i think i'm surprised at how many people their number one comment from the documentary is like one of the episodes is all about her past and how like there's conspiracy from like her rivals and in the news and stuff that she murdered her husband. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like that. Yeah, that's it's, I think it speaks to how crazy the, doc- the documentary was as a whole, that that wasn't even the most interesting plot line to me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like I was kind of like, maybe she did, maybe she didn't, but like, let's talk about all the other things that you guys are doing, you know? Yeah. Like, well, cause like, uh, I felt like they were all very, um, the things that Joe exotic did to her are, certifiably insane and like the fact that he was able to get away with the things that he did saying to her and like the online harassment is crazy yes like the quote-unquote pranks even yeah like not out like there's online harassment that is like diabolical and then there's these pranks that are legitimately dangerous Mm -hmm. like i don't i left I don't know. Like, yeah, when you learn more about her, like, I wouldn't say that I, like, love Carol. Like, she's clearly got her own stuff going on. Yeah. But, like, I was really, like, I'm just surprised at how many people, like, love Joe Exotic so much, I think. Yeah, I think it, I think it is an interesting, an interesting thing. He's the one who looks the craziest and is, like, the easiest, the care, he's, like, the character of this documentary, obviously. But I was like, especially like when you learn more about him and the stuff that he does and says and everything, like I was pretty repulsed by him. Well, and I think that um, his whole shtick is to do exactly that, is to make people fall in love with him, even though he's a really terrible person. And he like thrives off of feeling like he's quote unquote famous. And um, I think we're just adding fuel to his fire. It's ironic that he like runs for office because it's basically like the like Trump syndrome, you mm-hmm. know. Um, also, there's just so many things about him that I'm remembering as we discuss it that like it just surprises me how much people seem to like love this guy. Like this Halloween, everyone's going to be dressed up as Joe Exotic. Oh, but I'm like the manipulation and mind games that he did like for people in his own inner circle. Mm-hmm. I was shocked by. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't, those are things I for sure don't want to spoil because the, it's like that was some of the most shocking moments to me later on in the series or in the documentary. But I was just like, that is like so wrong. Like you, 
and it's just there's it's just so crazy um i definitely would recommend it because it's clearly the thing that everyone's watching right now and um it's always fun to be watching the same thing at the same time as everyone especially when we're all at home but um i don't really think that i loved it like i definitely i definitely didn't love it <laughs> like it really made me feel icky but it was it genuinely was compelling so i feel like it's it and it was definitely distracting as to from our own real problems right now yeah i agree with that it was a good distraction and it was like i if anything i felt like it was um interesting to watch to also watch how people reacted online so it's kind of like a human character like a character study in and of itself and how the internet reacts if that makes sense yes i would totally agree with that but yeah i i i thought it was interesting um but i'm glad we both agree on our feelings about it totally and it is funny because we didn't discuss it together at all before now that jordan felt this way because like both of us still like tweeted about it and like we still like fell for like the internet culture surrounding it i would say but like totally yeah it's all i almost had hoped that you had like kind of loved it more because i wanted you to explain that to me (laughs) because like getting through watching it and it's funny because i did see some people talking online about like okay i'm watching it but i can only watch it one episode at a time because it's just so much and i was like yeah i really relate to that we binged it I mean, length of time, like I said, it's all relative right now. But me and my roommate had to split it up. We couldn't like sit, watch it all in one sitting. Yeah. Because it really was like a lot mm-hmm. to take in. Yeah. And then my last question to you as an animal lover, do you feel like it's hard to watch as far as animal cruelty goes? Um, I would say, I yes, there were some parts that I was like, I wanted I looked away Mm -hmm. but I don't think that it was as much I only like like shocking animal cruelty if that makes sense it wasn't necessarily violent towards animals but it was really hard to see when like there's not enough food for them I was like I I think it was heart-wrenching a little bit harder to watch yeah I agree I, I wouldn't say that it was like completely traumatizing yeah so because I was kind of worried about that yeah, just anytime had, you hear about something like this. I had someone ask me if they could watch it, if they hate watching animal cruelty, and I didn't know how to answer that. So I was curious what you had to say. Well, that is what I would say. And I do think that it escalates as it goes on because I think that it, uh, it gets more honest about how the animals are actually living there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, because I, w- I was worried about that because I hate watching animal stuff typically. It's probably why I don't watch animal documentaries that much. But... I don't think it was unwatchable. Oh, one other thing I'd like to say about it is that this is one of those things where the information that you research after watching it just adds to the craziness. Yeah. Like, for example, I mean, like, I should have known this, but that was not Joe Exotic singing on his many albums. And I was really, that's not him singing. He is lip syncing. It's a different singer, some guy I've never heard of, but it's all a lie. That is crazy. I know. I need to look up the article I was reading because someone was like, is that really him singing? Because he is so good at singing that we were like, 
well, he should have just been a singer, not a zookeeper. Yeah. And it just sounds nothing like his speaking voice, but like, I don't know, maybe he could sing, but it's not even him. Okay, I hadn't even seen that, so please share that on I will. Girl Show Twitter. I for sure will. Well, and this is going around everywhere, so I'm sure everyone's seen this by now, but um, there is a photo of Carol Baskin sitting next to Britney Spears at the VMAs. Did you ever, did you see the story behind that? Because I never did. I just saw the picture. I didn't see the story behind Carol specifically, but I did see that in her performance, okay, the blonde ponytail guy was like the guy that provided the tiger for her, one of her um, music videos or performances. It was, that is the picture that I saw and I did see the explanation because it's on the iconic VMA's performance of I'm okay, a Slave yeah. for You yes. in 2001. And he's there with a tiger back there. And I was like, holy crap, why was it that in the documentary? Because yeah. that is so iconic. But my question about the Carol one is still a mystery to me because I read that that was in 2002. So I'm like, what was she no doing I there? No See, you already you read more than I did. The well, other one that they're both tied to Britney. What does it all mean? I know. See, I would watch a save whole other Britney, documentary about that. The tigers. I would like to hear her commentary on that, actually. Me too. Well, there's our thoughts on Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> watch it if you, you probably have already if you're going to watch it. Mm -hmm. But if you haven't, hopefully we've at least intrigued you enough to watch it. I really would like someone well, never mind i wouldn't actually <laughs> i don't want i don't want i know why people love it and it's because they're laughing at people less than them yeah exactly well in other news um just a quick highlight since jordan hasn't watched ozark um i wanted to just quickly talk about it because season three dropped this last weekend and i already finished it and I really, really liked it. Um, I thought that all of the performances were very good. Um, Laura Linney was amazing. Julia Garner, amazing, as per usual. Um, they introduced a new character. Um, he's played by Tom Pelfrey. Jordan, have you ever seen anything with him in it? I don't know. I have to... Let me Google his name. His name is not ringing any bells. I'm looking at his IMDb right now, and I don't think you would have seen anything that he's been in. But he does a really good job, and his... I think that it was just a really well-done season, and it ends insane, and... I mean, I'm already ready for season four. I'm okay, not... so this was not like the final season or anything. No, there was some confusion about, because I, I remember hearing that, but from my Google searching, the creator has said there would probably be five to seven seasons. Oh, wow. So I thought I heard that they were done at one point, but no, there should be more coming. So cool. Yeah. That's you would say that's one of your favorite shows, right? Yeah, I would say that this season definitely um, bumped it up a little bit. I really, I've really liked it. Okay, great. Yeah, I need to watch that one. That's one of my many 
TV blind spots, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Something fun that I started watching with my roommate yesterday that she's never seen, The Jinx. (gasps) Oh my gosh, that is amazing. My favorite thing to do is to introduce that to people and make sure you're recording their reactions at the very end. (laughs) I know, I'm going to have to do that. Well, on that note, (laughs) who's your crush of the week, Jordan? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not anyone from the Tiger King. (laughs) No, Tiger King. I think it's just called Tiger King. I don't even know anymore. (sighs) It's just uh, just madness. Um, So one of the shows that I have been also watching... Um, especially in self-isolation days, um, I have been rewatching Scrubs, which is one of my favorite shows of all time that I don't really talk about that much, mm-hmm. weirdly, but like I was obsessed with it. Like I've seen probably seasons one through five uh, so many times over and over and I just love it so much. And so I've been rewatching it because Shay Serrano from The Ringer published like this series of illustrated essays all about scrubs and i i bought it and it's 90 pages long and it's all on pdfs and so i am still working my way through that um so anyway my crush this week i'm picking donald Faison of clueless and remember the titans and scrubs fame i really like that. yeah i i love him i'm also a zach braff fan but re-watching it this time i'm just like so into donald Faison and mm-hmm. I miss him. I wish that he were in more stuff now because he really is kind of like an American treasure. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen him in a lot of in anything recently. Yeah, it's weird. But yeah, he's my crush this week. So I, he'll finally get the attention he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> well, Who was your crush this week? <laughs> my crush this week, I purposefully was leaving out of my discussion on Ozark, but Jason Bateman... <laughs> um he oh he's so old but he's so hot and there's he's really not even that old he's not but in like he is three years younger than my dad so it feels old (laughs) dad i hope you're not listening to this um (laughs) but there's he looks hot the whole time and like but towards the end there is one episode where he's wearing a brown polo okay and normally I would not be into such a shirt, but something about it is just like, maybe it's the quarantine speaking, but man, Jason Bateman in that brown polo has really done something to me. And like, I was trying to find images online of it and I couldn't. So I might have to rewatch and pause and take some photos myself. <laughs> I think you're going to have to for the good of the world. Yeah. That is so funny. Also, while you were saying that, I was like, maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is honestly our um, our mantra, you know? It's really just doing all sorts of things to us. But mm-hmm. honestly, Jason Bateman's hot. Like he would probably you'd we'd be feeling it even mm-hmm. in normal times. You yeah. know? I hope so. There's this part at the end also <laughs> where he's like talking to his wife and like rubbing her head and I was just like Is it weird that I wish that was me right now? Maybe this is too vulnerable to be saying, but it was a wild time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I find that relatable. Thank you. Yeah. 
Well, hopefully we can make it through another week. Yeah, I have faith in us. Me too. It'll be it'll it might be hard, but we can do it. Yes, we can, and hopefully all of you can too. Let us know if you had complicated feelings about um, Tiger King like we did. I haven't really heard anyone else kind of talk like that. I know I have opinions like (laughs) ours, so I would be interested to hear them. Yeah, I really feel like this is not the norm, the typical reaction Mm -hmm. that I'm seeing, at least. But yeah, if you if you also find yourself feeling this way, we're here for you. (laughs) Please come talk to us about it. We're here for you. This is a safe. You're normal. We love you. You're normal. Yes, we love you. (laughs) All right. Goodbye. Talk to you next week. (laughs) I'll talk to you before that. I promise. (laughs)